Welcome to Stay at Home, Mom, with your illustrious host, Leslie Goodgesell, mother to six beautiful daughters, wife to an amazingly hardworking and supportive husband, homeschooler, and homesteader in the making. Join me on this journey, this blessing of what motherhood looks like. I can't take one more thing. I am gone. I am out of here. Goodbye. Have you ever felt this way as a mom? Have you ever felt like you were drowning because of all of the constant things coming at you? All of the needs, all of the responsibilities, all of the mom, 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 mom coming at you all at once. I'm going to tell you one thing that's happened to me just this morning, which maybe you can relate to. I got up, walked out into my kitchen area, which, you know, we're living in an RV. We don't have that big of a living space. 300 square feet is pretty, it's pretty small, right? We don't have a lot of space. It doesn't take much to make it feel cluttered and make me feel claustrophobic. So when I walk out and I had told my children the night before, hey, make sure you get your chores done before you go to bed so we can wake up to a clean house and a happy mom. I am much happier when I wake up in the morning and my house is clean. I don't know if I'm alone in that. That's just who I am. And I walk out and I almost have a panic attack because there are little piles of things literally stacked everywhere. Like nobody put stuff away where it belonged. A dish is still in the sink. The sink was dirty. Like things didn't get done. And I turned around and I looked at my husband and I said, I'm gone. I'm out of here. I can't do this. Are you kidding me? I'm running away. Why doesn't anybody listen to me? Why do I feel like I'm talking to a series of brick walls? This isn't right. This isn't how my life is supposed to be. Yeah. I grabbed my car keys and I came into my bedroom and I sat down on my bed and my husband walks in and says, so what are you going to do? <laughs> And I looked at him and I said, what do you mean? What am I going to do? I'm going to get up. I'm going to do school. I am going to do the laundry. I am going to take care of all of the things that I need to take care of and be emotionally and mentally and verbally abused by these children for the next eight hours of my day until I make dinner and send them to bed. (laughs) And he just looked at me and said, really? Is it going to be that bad? And I said, no. It's really not. But in this moment, it feels like it will be, right? And when we are in that moment, when we feel so overwhelmed that running away feels like the best option, we can't think of the joy of what motherhood really is. Everything seems so daunting. Every task seems so exhausting. I don't want to talk to brick walls all day. I want to interact with these beautiful creatures that have been entrusted into my care. They are absolutely amazing little people. And some of them aren't very little anymore. They're pretty big. They're teenagers. But they are so cool. 
And when I allow the things around me to overwhelm me in that sense, I lose sight of my purpose. I lose sight of the joy that it is just to be their mom and to be in their presence all day. You know, homeschooling was a choice that we made through a lot of prayer and a lot of discussion. It wasn't something that just we did by happenstance. It wasn't something that we didn't really ponder and consider. It was a decision we made based on my having an education degree in elementary education and loving to teach and not wanting my kids to be stuck in a public school all day in a classroom with minimal education happening. I mean, I worked in schools. I knew what the classroom setting was like. I understand how much classroom management goes into managing a classroom. And I wanted that. I wanted better for my kids. I wanted that to not be in their realm of experience for their education. So I chose to stay home. This wasn't an easy decision for me. I was raised and trained that, you know, you worked full time outside of the house. That's what my parents did. You went to college, you got your degree, and then you went into the workforce. You lived out your career. You were financially contributing to your household. This is what you do. And then, you know, if you're blessed enough to have kids, you do that too. But during the day, you go out and you earn a living. That's how we do things. This is how our society has set us up. And we went against that ideal. You know, I have a degree. I have my bachelor's of science in education. And I'm going to tell you, it wasn't an easy thing to go to my mother and say, hey, I'm going to stay home. No, didn't go over super well. Like, why? Why would you spend all that money to get a degree and then not even use it? It seems like a waste, right? Because our society has put emphasis and priority on things that really don't have a long-term effect. And when I take a step back and I look at what impact I'm making in this world, my only desire is to live this life the best that I can and glorify my creator with everything that I do so that when I get to the end of this life and I'm standing face to face with him, I hear, well done, good and faithful servant. I don't care what anybody else thinks of me. So my mom disapproving of the fact that I wanted to homeschool, people telling me, oh, you're just trying to shelter your kids. Yeah, nope, that's not it. Even coming up against all of that, I knew I needed to make the best decision for my family. And in moments where I feel so overwhelmed and I think, maybe it would be easier (laughs) just to put them in school, then I would have the whole day to myself. Then I could do more podcasts. Then I could do more crafting. Then I could invest in this and my garden would be bigger and better. And I could do this and that. And I could go back to school and follow all of these things that I selfishly want to do. When in reality, I can still follow and pursue every single one of those passions with my kids with me. I, can, I don't have to send them off someplace. I can do all of these things with them right by my side. 
So it sounded appealing at the moment when my husband's like, so what you gonna do? You know? <laughs> are, we, are we just gonna call the public school and just drop the kids off? Like, <laughs> what's the goal here? <laughs> and I had to stop and I just sat on my bed and I thought, you know, no, I'm going to embrace the chaos that this morning has started with. And you know what? My day turned completely around. These kids... These amazing creatures that I have this beautiful privilege to take care of every single day. The ones that I get to nurture and help shape, and they help shape me. They helped change my perspective. Because we had an amazing school day. We were able to get everything done. The kids were efficient. And not only that, they got their chores done even before they started school. And they, I don't think they did it because I said, that's it, I'm running away. I'm gone. <laughs> I'm out of here. You're all on your own. I taught you how to do everything you need to do. Good luck. <laughs> Where am I going to go? <laughs> I don't think it was the fear of me leaving that prompted them to do that. But I think when I, when I said, okay, I'm done, they said, oh, we better turn on our responsibility filters and we better get ourselves moving because we need to be responsible for the things that we're held responsible for. And once they acknowledged their responsibility and I acknowledged where my responsibility ended and theirs began, we all worked together. Everything flowed so much better. And it was worth it. My day was worth it. So from 7.30 this morning saying I wanted to run away to 4.30 this afternoon, I am totally content and I have no desire to leave my family or to pack myself up and drive away from them. I'm not running away. I'm not going to run away. It, the short-term effect of me running away is what? My kids crying and me having like two moments of peace before I feel guilty for running away. <laughs> it's not worth it. But what is worth it is taking that few seconds to just sit down and say, okay, why? Why am I feeling this way? And acknowledging I'm just a little overwhelmed because I didn't specify and communicate clearly where my responsibility ended and theirs began. Once that was communicated, everyone jumped to, everyone got things done, everyone worked together, and we functioned much better as a family. And now I'm not going to lie and say that we've got this all figured out. I am not going to pretend that we have this perfect family dynamic. I mean, I think I've already set the stage to prove that that's not the case when I said I was going to run away. But I will say it is something that we work toward every single day. We put the effort forth every day to do better as a family, as a family unit, as individuals, as sisters, as brothers, as children, as parents. We are always trying to improve who we are. And I think that's exactly what life is all about. And knowing that we're not alone in that. We are never alone. 
If you consider how many women in the world are mothers, there should never be a moment in your life that you feel so alone that there's not a place to turn. In Proverbs 14, verse 1, it says, Every wise woman has built her house, but the foolish breaks it down with her hands. And we can do that so easily because sometimes it's not our hands that break down our house. Sometimes it's our words. In verse 3, it goes on and it says, In the mouth of a fool is a rod of pride, but the lips of the wise guard them. As moms, it is so important that we make sure that we are using our words to build up our household, to build up our kids, to appropriately and clearly communicate with them at all times. That's something I wasn't doing this morning. I wanted to run away because I was not clearly communicating with my own children. But you know what happens when we use our words for good? It actually initiates people to move in the direction we want. We can't force anybody to do anything, but the answer of our mouth will stir people on to good works, right? That's our intention. That's our purpose as moms in this home. Motherhood looks so overwhelming and so appealing at the same time. How can it be there are days where you want to run away And at the same time, you just want to hold those babies so tight and so close that you never want to let them go. It's because it's the most challenging position we will ever hold in this lifetime. And it's the most rewarding. Don't get me wrong. There are days when I think, maybe this was a mistake. (laughs) Six girls is a lot. Maybe I wasn't thinking correctly, right? Proverbs 16 says, To a man belongs the preparation of the heart, but from Yahweh is the answer of the tongue. Right? All the ways of a man are clean in his own eyes, but Yahweh weighs the spirit. We think that we know things, right? But the reality is, is we know so little. We really need wisdom that is supernatural, that is divine, that does not come from fully within us. We need divine impartation to walk out this journey of motherhood. And there's no greater place to find the wisdom and find the encouragement and everything that we need than in the scriptures. I don't think I would have made it this far without running away had I not had a foundation for this word implanted, instilled in my heart. And it's not something I grew up with. I didn't grow up with godly parents. I didn't grow up in a church. This is something that I saw out in my late teen years and really grew in my 20s because I realized I was missing something and I wanted to be who I was created to be. And I felt like I, I was lost and I couldn't find that until I learned I had a creator and he knew exactly what I was created for. And I will tell you, I have never, ever in my entire life imagined that this is where I would be. Never once 
when I was between the ages of 1 and 20, did I think, I am going to be a mom, I'm going to have a bunch of kids, I'm going to live in an RV, I'm going to homestead and try to live (laughs) self-sustainably, I'm going to be homeopathic and make all of my things from scratch. (laughs) Never. I was not raised to think this way. I wasn't even raised to believe that motherhood was a blessing. It just wasn't the perspective in the home I grew up in. But I'm going to tell you, you don't have to stick to what you've always known. You don't. You can do better. You can choose better. You can acknowledge that, hey, I messed up today. I told my kids I was running away. I told them I could not handle it anymore. I told them, if you don't pick up that piece of clothing off that floor right now, you are grounded for the next month. (laughs) Because that's realistic, right? It's okay that we make mistakes. It's okay that we feel overwhelmed. It's okay to be human. Our creator knows exactly what we were created for. It's our joy to try to figure that out. And the best way to figure it out is by seeking him who created us. Without that, we're literally just floating around in space, just trying to make the best decisions that we can. And it all seems very happenstance or providential, right? We don't really have a full grasp of why we're doing what we're doing. We're just doing it. Because it's something that I wanted. Or it just feels right. And until we have that sense of purpose, you know, why am I a mother? I'm a mother because there is nothing that I enjoy greater than children. There are days these kids drive me absolutely insane. And I think there is no way anybody has ever let a child live past the age of 12. Because teenagers, man, they are a handful and a half. How has the human race survived this long? (laughs) (laughs) But the truth of the matter is, it's because parents realized they had a purpose. In these children that we are pouring everything that we have into, they have a purpose. And one of the greatest joys that we get as a parent is to help them to discover what their purpose is. And if you didn't have amazing parents to help you discover that, that's okay. Because not everybody has it figured out. Your parents probably didn't have it figured out. I tell my kids all the time, I don't have all the answers. I don't know all of the things. I'm going to make mistakes because guess what? I'm learning this gig while you're learning yours. We're all working together. (laughs) But we need to have clear communication. We need to understand where your responsibility is and where mine is. And that's something that everybody has to figure out on their own. There's nothing more frustrating when somebody comes to you and says, hey, your kids should be doing X, Y, and Z, and you need to be doing A, B, and C. And you're like, yeah, well, that doesn't work with my family. It's because it doesn't work with your family. And A, B, C, X, Y, Z worked for them, but it doesn't work for you or that person or that mom over there or your sister or, you know, the neighbor down the street. Because everybody's different and everybody's got to figure out what works best for them. But the best place to start is figuring out 
what your purpose is, why you're doing what you're doing, and really get to the root of it and really ask those deeper questions. Why am I doing this? Why am I making this decision? Why do I want to run away right now? Why do I want to go take a shower and sit on the floor and cry for the next 20 minutes (laughs) alone? Why? Motherhood is about fostering the greatest things in our children and teaching them how to become incredible adults who can contribute to this world in ways that we're not even capable of. But how can we do that if we're not giving ourselves that attention and looking at ourselves and figuring out our why? I'm going to encourage you in that today. I'm going to encourage you to look at Proverbs 14 and be that wise woman that builds her house. And my husband's a builder, so I know what goes into building a house. (laughs) But be that wise woman that builds her house and not the foolish one that breaks it down with her own hands. Work towards being the mom, the woman, the wife that you want to be today. Make one decision, just one. Sacrificing that one moment of, I want to run away with, I love you. For me this morning, it was, I'm going to run away and then turning around and saying, I'm sorry, I don't want to run away. I just really want to be heard and not ignored. (laughs) My kids are like, yeah, we get it, you know, so we're going to do what we need to do. It's all about communication. It's all about unifying as a family. As a wife, as a woman, I cannot build a home without a family to put in it. Building that home, establishing that home has everything to do with who's going to fill it. So let's focus on that today. Let's not run away. Let's stay at home. (laughs) Let's love on our families. Let's look at them as the beautiful creations that they actually are and not through our jaded eyes of hurt and pain and distraught discomfort because sometimes we feel like they're emotional punching bags. (laughs) Let's remember how beautiful and how precious they were when we very first met them for the very first time and how amazing it is to be able to watch them grow and be a part of it. Thanks for listening to Stay at Home Mom with Leslie Goodgesell and the dogs and the cat and the kids and the guineas and the chickens and all of the animals outside trying to make an appearance today. Have a blessed one and enjoy your motherhood. Motherhood.